The more they whine, the more chores they get. Never, period, back, period, down, period. Abby, preach. Children can smell a mother wavering like wild beasts smell prey. (laughs) That is the greatest. Put that on a pillow. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. Welcome to another episode of the Mom Force Podcast. I'm Vanessa Quigley, your host, and I'm so excited to be here today with Erica. Hello. It's finally my turn. All the sissies have had a chance, and now I get to be here. Erica's actually been here for every episode because she <laughs> Just in the is shadows. also our podcast production manager. Erica also goes by Ricky here at work. So I might come in and out of Erica and Ricky and I don't want you to get confused. Erica has seven kids and your oldest is eight, going to be 18. Which He's is... going to be 18 next week. Oh my gosh. That just, and I remember when he was a baby. I know he is my, he will always be my big fat, enormous baby. Yes. He's going to turn 18 next week. I have, uh, my youngest is seven. So if you do the math, I had seven kids in 10 years, including a set of Irish twins, which yes, I, I yeah, Irish <laughs> twins. And people ask me, it's March 25th, 03 and March 25th, 04. And people say, did you plan that? And I look at them and I think, who does that? No, it was a, it no was a wonderful would. surprise, but no, I did not plan well, to have a baby on my first, on my other baby's first birthday. No one rolls with the punches better than Erica than Ricky. And I like to take a little bit of credit for what an amazing mother you are because you came to my rescue. I did. And I have to admit, and of all the sisters, I had the most amazing experience because I got to nanny for Vanessa in Paris, France. Mm. Took a semester off college and went and joined Vanessa. And it was just the most incredible six months. Our family was transferred to uh, an office in France. And then my husband was promptly assigned to an like hours away. He was out of town four days a week. And then I found out I was a, I was pregnant and I was like, Erica, I need your help. And so she was like, oh sure, I'll come move to Paris. Of course I'll come live in <laughs> Paris. It was, it was incredible. So I, I like to claim Calvin and Lakin as my practice babies because um, of all the, all the practice mothering I got to do. I just have such a fondness in my heart and I see those two kids and the wonderful adults that they are. And I'm going to take a little bit of credit because I might've had just the teeniest little imprint on, on how they grew up. So it was so great. Sure. For sure. But today we're talking about chores and, um, Ray, we got to set a timer. So I want to start with the why a house is not going to clean itself. So we need our kids help, but more importantly, I really think we need to teach our kids personal responsibility and some skills so that they know how to clean a toilet when they have a bunch of roommates for the sake of their roommates and their partners, we need to teach them this. And as we also have learned with little kids, sometimes it's a lot more work. They're, they're more work and getting their help is more work than it is to just do it yourself. It is. I know we're preaching to the choir here because all you moms out there are listening. I know, you know why it's important. It's the how last night I Googled family job chart and a gazillion popped up. Go to Pinterest. There are a million things out there to try, but we would thought we would take today to share the things that we've personally used and what we've learned from them. And then you can, you know, use that, not use it. I can tell you what's worked for me and what's bombed for me. What? Tell me the chore charts. 
Oh, like short, in general, in general, <laughs> short charts have bombed for me. I have always envied Vanessa every going to her house, the times that I'd nanny or when I'd come visit, she always has these most intricate and perfectly designed, beautifully, visually, beautifully chore charts with her kids in these zones that they clean up. And I think, why can't I do this? Just get your act together and do this. Our kids, we have kids around the same ages. I should be able to do this, but I could never figure it out. Well, so I, and looking, she has in front of us and we'll I have to put some of them. We'll have to put them on the, on the webpage because they are inspiring. And I just want to copy and paste from here on out. Well, I, I will admit I got into my Dropbox and I pulled up and printed off some of the many chore charts that we have used through the years. But again, mom was the exemplar. Yes. Example. She made beautiful charts. She did. She and was she's an artist. She is. So she made them beautiful. So I followed her example and I did try a lot of different things. And so I was just going to take a little moment to tell you about please, some of the different things that please. I've tried. It's so ingenious. Okay. There is a chart chart that mom made where she did little paper doll cutouts for each of the kids. And then next to the cutout and her name was, she drew the picture of what our job was. Like for me, it was dusting and dishes. So she drew a picture of a little duster and some dishes. So precious. And then also what was underneath that? I can't remember. Vacuum, perhaps. But she used visuals because we were too little to read. But that proves that's, that that's how young you can start. Yes, that so alone is impressive. My first tour chart for my kids was something that I just made in like my computer. And like, for example, this is Lakin's morning chores. And there's a picture of a bed saying, make your bed. A picture of a little child saying their prayers because that's one of their jobs. And then a dress for getting dressed. Pick up your room. There's a little dresser. And then brush your teeth. There's a toothbrush. So this visual chart I made for all my kids and that was in their room. And okay, well, let's just say making the chart does not ensure that, that it gets follows the done. chart. Yes. One of the other things that we did was called uh, high fives. So that was their personal checklist. And then we were like, okay, we need to simplify it. So there's like five things that they do in the morning, five things that they do at night. And we had a chart for it. And it was really easy to just say, hey, have you done your high fives? Go do your high fives. For example, morning high five, say your prayers, make bed, get dressed, comb hair, brush teeth, nighttime high fives, clean room, set out clothes for the next day, brush teeth, read for 20 minutes, say your prayers. And so I could just say, okay, everyone go do your high fives. Have you done your high fives? So and good. then they'd come up and give me five. five. Oh, so oh that, that works so well with three-year-olds, yes. four-year-olds, five-year-olds. It's with the 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, yes. where things start to get a little dicey sometimes. Well, as they got older, I actually added afternoon high fives. And so I found this chart from the high five chart that included afternoons, which is unpack backpack, put away all belongings, have a healthy and filling snack, do homework, pack backpack for the next day. So this is my attempt of adapting high fives to older kids. Failed. Failed. Out failed. the window. Okay. But let it just be known that all, anything you're going to try with your kids is going to fail at some point. And I just feel like okay. that is truth. That yes. is fact. And you know what? It was collaborated, corroborated with people on the mom force. I wanted to read you this quote. Whatever. Okay. This is from Laura. She says, whatever you do, be prepared with the next idea. In my experience, and Laura has six kids, 11 to 23, job charts, rotations, whatever works great will work for two to six months. Then it becomes a headache. But when I've been prepared for the next idea, then they get excited again. So I love that. Yes, Laura. That's fun, Laura. Amen. That's I've, fun. I've lived it. I believe it. Yeah. I, I am going to toot my own horn right now because Ooh, there is okay. one thing, toot, 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 that really has worked for us. Through the whole, through, through the ages. Yes. And it's what we've called the quick cleanup, quick pickup. 
Okay. And I started it when the kids were little. It was just something, you know, when you're at home and you just start to feel like things are closing in on you. There's yes. blankets everywhere. The counter's a mess. There's pillows. Why do kids get on the couch <laughs> and immediately do, throw pillows on the floor? Do you remember, I don't know. You remember mom would... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I find myself... It was just like, I'm going to suffocate. I'm going to scream. Yes. I do that sometimes. I that's, do. That's a motherism. I do too. Um, so I have implemented... From the very beginning, a quick cleanup. Okay, quick cleanup. In the next five minutes, we are going to race around and pick up whatever is on the floor. We It's basically a surface clean. And it's incredible the difference that it can make. And when there's four kids and when there's friends over and cousins over, I pull them in too. Like, okay, yep, see you over there. One, two, three, four, five. I see seven things. Pick up seven things right now. Yep. And it has worked. Even with little kids, I still do it. My, my 15, 16, 17-year-olds. Okay, we're doing a quick cleanup in the kitchen. Clear everything. And it's... It's stuck. And, and everyone's doing it together. Everyone's doing it together. And we know it can be done in f- in five minutes. Literally, the house can be picked up enough to where I don't feel that <laughs> coming yeah. on yeah. in five minutes. Sometimes kids, they have a hard time with like, because I do zones too. And that's mm-hmm. another IR thing. Like yes. I divide up the house in zones. And so a kid gets a zone assignment either for like a month or a week, or actually we haven't changed zones in like six months. <laughs> uh, but They'll be like, oh, but that's not my backpack. That's in my zone. I don't want her to pick that up because that's so-and-so's backpack. So there's this like, well, that's not my mess. That's something we've struggled with too. And I So the, the quick cleanup, that's cute. Because you're like, it. oh, we're just all gonna do it all right now. Just and the second someone says, but I didn't do that, I said, Oh, but I didn't do all those dishes in the sink and yet I'm cleaning them. Oh my gosh. I that's I, I didn't ask if that was your mess. I'm just asking you to help clean it up. So let's go. Yeah, I yep. love that. Oh, one other chore system that I tried. Nate will never let me live this down. Again, back to the Ayers, Linda and Richard Iyer, they wrote great books. They have great stuff. One of their ideas was this peg system where you get a peg, four pegs a day. There's a morning peg, a homework peg, your zone peg, and then your evening peg. And for each peg, there were responsibilities. And of course, I couldn't just like, I had to go all out. Uh I made Nate whittle not whittle what do you call it use tools and wood i got wood and you i personalized your pegs, out pegs oh, into I giant so chubby toddler sized hand pegs oh, and we Vanessa. made this and i'm like well i can't start the program until we get the pegs and i need to stain the pegs and the morning peg needs to be yellow anyway it i we've spent i spent so, so much time. time and effort and nate also in creating this elaborate physical peg system, peg system which well, I must say, you know, there, just like Laura said, it failed. In there a is months. something to say about being able to check something off. Like it, people love a checklist. So these chore charts and being able to move a peg, there is a reason why we do it because people love a good, it's a good satisfying. Checkoff. It is satisfying to cross it off, to check it off, to put a sticker on it. And and like uh, like our mom forcer said, just have another idea in mind and then they'll be excited about it again. Yeah. A new, a new idea. So we've just tossed out a few of our ideas. Uh, at, right now, where our family is on jobs is we call it Team Quigley, going, hearkening back to that idea that we're all in this together. I divide our house up in zones. Everyone has a zone that they keep forever. Actually, we have not changed our zones in months and months and months. But the dish responsibility rotates. So mm. I used to have a wheel. A I love wheel, the wheel. Until Henry, Henry moved out and the wheel didn't work anymore. And instead of reinventing the wheel, I just made it a list. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, everyone has an assignment. They do dishes those days. That's what we do in our house. Erica does dishes. the quick cleanup. We do the quick cleanup with dishes. As you try to help your kids learn how to do harder chores, it's easy to have a little toddler pick up their toys and put them in a basket. But 
where I really need help is in the bigger, the more intensive, chore intensive yeah. things. So dishes. I have started, I started having my kids unload the dishwasher from a very early age. We have those Ikea plastic plates. Wasn't worried about them dropping them. Our, our plate drawer is right there by the dishwasher so they can just pull it out. Little guys can do it. I put away the glass stuff. So they've been unloading the dishwasher since they were three, four, five. So when we transfer into them, then loading the dishwasher, they have taken it out. So I have to so tell them, you know where it goes. When you take it out, when you put it in, it goes in the same spot. Mm. And something that I found myself in the beginning, and I think a lot of moms might re- might relate to this, is have you ever opened up the dishwasher and seen like five cups in the top rack mm. and maybe a plate and that's it? There's just is no optimization. Yes. <laughs> there is no optimization that happens when kids do it or husbands. Oh, There's gosh. no optimization. But I have found I'm not I'm not going to redo it. Yeah. Because also, what is that teaching them? If my kids see me redoing it, then they never really have to learn how to do it properly because, oh, mom's just going to fix it. So I I have been known to start the dishwasher with five cups and a plate up on top because it's loaded and I'm not going to redo yep. it. So something, letting go of that. Something I've heard you say so many times, though, is like a kid's job done or a done kid's job. version is, is better than none. A kid's job is better than no job. Yes. Yes. And that's something I learned from mother. Our mother used to say... A kid's job is better than no job. And it's true. A kid's, the bathroom, I can't clean all these bathrooms by myself. Mm-hmm. But my kids can. It may not be exactly what I want it to be, but at least the paper basket has been emptied. Mm-hmm. At least the toilet seat has been wiped. But that also leads into something that I've learned from you is training your kids how to clean properly. And just before the podcast started, Vanessa showed me oh. one of her lists that she has made up of how you clean the bathroom properly. And I immediately said, I want to copy that. I want to print it. I need that list. I need I need to repost these up in our house. Again, I dug through Dropbox. I found some of the some of the training materials that I had created for my children back when I was holding them responsible. Because our mother trained us. Yes, she she trained us how to do it. And I remember showing us this is where the Clorox goes and then you spray this and then Put comment in the sink. Let it sit there. What? There's an order. I knew exactly how mm-hmm. to clean a bathroom. And my kids, they were not going to know unless I told them. So, yeah. I, and I Googled this. I, like, got it off the internet. I copied someone. The easy directions for cleaning a bathroom. But I printed it off. I put it in a sheet protector and hung it in the bathroom. So there was no, no question. question. I also had to do it for clean your bedroom. Because I'm sorry. Kids do not know what I mean when I say go clean your room. Uh-huh. No. It, no. I want the bed made. I want your clothes put away. I want your shelves organized. I want hung up. Yes. That's a shocker to me. They're Sunday clothes. When I come home and I'm like, did you put your clothes away? Yeah. And I walk into their closet, literally Mm -hmm. in a ball. Like they just went like this in a ball in the closet. They need training. So, you know, it's worth a little bit of effort and, uh, and patience, a lot of patience. Uh, one of the mom forcers, they were talking about how sometimes like if a big job, like bathroom Rather than give it to one child, break it up into little parts. Amy says this. She says, break it up. So if you want the bathroom clean on Monday, one kid has cleaning the mirrors, one kid wipes the counters, et cetera. And I love, I love that idea too. And then it go, harkens back to the idea of teamwork. Because I think together. kids do better if they're working together rather than like, you know, oh, why do I have to do this? And they're He's not, not doing anything. Oh my gosh, that drives me crazy. Nuts. Nuts. Um, we are running out of time. But I have one tip 
that has that I, I have to share. So something that has worked for me and it's something that I think most moms can can appreciate is there's nothing more discouraging when you've been gone from the house and you walk in and the fridge is open, the every cabinet the door in the is kitchen open. is open. The, <laughs> the ca- it looks like a tornado went through. Oh my gosh, I know. So what I have done, and my kids are old enough now that they have iPads and they have phones, is I text them. I will be home in 15 minutes or I've got, you've got 30 minutes. Please pick up the house, do the quick cleanup. And they're old enough mm-hmm. and they understand. And I think they have experienced what happens when that doesn't happen Ooh, to know, <laughs> okay, we need to get up off our, get up off the couch and do this. So giving the kids or even your husband, it's amazing what they're oblivious to as well, but giving your husband like, okay, I'm coming home. I'm not asking you to do this, but will you please get the kids to pick up the front, pick up the front room? Yeah. And so walking in, letting go of expectations of having a clean house. There with the timer. There is so much, so much Um, good stuff. Ricky, Ricky, I think that is a great tip. And if you take away nothing more from this episode, I think that is genius. I've learned that from you and heads up. And you know, and my kids are, if you, if they know I, mom's going to be home in 10 minutes, I have the, I had this one job to do uh-huh. while she it was gone. Be it better be done. <laughs> and it is surprising also that like in that moment you get to see exactly what they think it means to have a clean kitchen Yeah, and where we could use a little more training. And, <laughs> and in, I, I've also, I know our time's up, but just setting my expectations, just knowing what I'm coming into so that I don't come in and immediately feel the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the rage, the mom rage start to build up. Just know it's okay. The kids were happy. Everyone's alive. The house is in a general good order. And I got to get out of the house. So Leah I'm said the trying, exact to be, same trying to be thing. happy about it. Leah said the exact same thing in the babysitting episode. I think we've been indoctrinated <laughs> by our own mother. That um, might be true. Okay, you guys, we did not even get a chance to talk about allowance. Oh. or laundry, which is its own separate beast and how laundry. to deal with laundry. So I think we're going to have to do some follow-up here. We will. Uh, maybe a Facebook Live. Maybe we can discuss laundry in a Facebook Live. And Tips I think and we should do for laundry. another episode about allowance because it, it some people tie allowance to chores. Some people don't. It's a whole nother beast. There, and I've been in the Mom Force. If you, if you haven't joined the Mom Force Facebook page, please join because there's such good stuff in there. But listening, there have been a few conversations about allowances and do you, is your allowance just the fact that you live here? Yeah. Do you tie allowance to good grades? I, I would love to learn from you. Okay. Please I have a lot me. to say do about me. that. Okay. Follow-up episode, we're going to talk about allowance. We're going to talk about laundry in a Facebook Live. Check the Mom Force Facebook group for exactly when. And um, and check the what the, our website for all these amazing visuals that Vanessa oh, has. Yeah. We are it. going to link these so that you can possibly edit them to fit your family. Seriously, Vanessa is a chore chart genius. Well, I'm, we just all need to learn from her. I'm just an old mom with the most experience <laughs> under my belt. Oh. But... Uh, yeah, check out the show notes. We'll have lots of good stuff there. You guys, you're doing amazing. Just yep. keep going. And oh, let me close with this last quote. I love this from the mom force. This is from Abby talking about getting kids to do jobs and how we have to persist. She says, the more they whine, the more chores they get. Never period back period down period. Children, Abby, children, children can smell a mother wavering like wild beasts smell prey. 
That is the greatest. Put oh, that on a pillow. Okay. Put embroider that on a pillow. All right, you guys. Thanks for being with us today. We will see you next thanks, week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye.